Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Living Power Hope podcast. My name is Lena Abichamra, and welcome to our season called Soul Sisters. We are here to talk about faith, life, and culture, and everything in between. So we've put together an eclectic series of topics with my sister, Diana Abijamra, and she's my co-host uh, here today. Say hi. Hey, guys. Good to be with you. It's awesome to be back. Listen, you want to go back and listen to the previous episodes we've recorded. Tons of great podcast material. You can find out about, about our ministry at livingwithpower.org. In the meantime, subscribe to the podcast. That way you know when we drop episodes. It usually happens on Thursdays. Share them with your friends. And if you haven't given us a review, please do it. Hey, we're glad you're here. And uh, today we're going to talk. In fact, we're going to keep this sharp, under 20 minutes, because it is all about time management, really more than time management. It's about life balance. It's about breathing. And I'm calling today's episode Making Margin. Yeah, I love the word margin. I like margins and I love the word margin. And uh, yeah, it's so important to understand margin and to establish margin in our lives. And uh, it's so missing. So initially I had played around with titles and and I originally said, uh, I want to call it, I can't breathe. Because I think this is, you know, who's this episode to? What's for everybody? Because we all are in this uh, era where we are cram-packed with like, things to do, Netflix to catch up on. Even if you're not busy, like I'm single, like I don't even have kids and a husband. Like you would think that it would be, I'd have more free time, but it's just like, like we're backed with things that we want to do. And there's moments in our days where we just feel like I can't breathe. And it is a horrible feeling. Mm -hmm. Well, I use the analogy of we're out of battery. So like our phones, our gadgets, we have to recharge. But for some reason, we don't think about needing to recharge ourselves and we run out of margin and we well, crash. And, and this is in some ways very practical, but, but also it's very biblical. So, you know, they go back to the creation. I mean, I think, you know, you talk about how God created the world and he did it in six days when, and he had seventh day. And I'm going to just go to, to Genesis if I could find it here real quick, because you know what he did on the seventh day? Here it is. Genesis 2. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the seventh day. God finished his work that he had done and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. And so God like invites us into this rest. Mm -hmm. And he, and and though it is something that happens in Genesis, it's a theme in the entire Old Testament. And then I think a lot of Christians, myself included, I mean, look, we're not, you know, we like, we don't keep the Sabbath in the New Testament as we did in the Old Testament because our peace is in Christ now. But I think most Christians recognize the need for Sabbath. So let's talk, I mean, I do want, like when we think about making margin, okay, so there's the worldly way of reorganizing. Maybe you can you know, talk a little bit about what comes to mind practically when you think about how do you help someone make margin? Just think of it first before we get into the Sabbath concept, because I think that's where the plane lands for the Christian. Well, I believe we need margin in a daily basis. We need margin weekly, which yep. becomes the Sabbath oriented. We need regular time off, like quarterly, a couple, a weekend off. So I believe in a lot of margin built in um, to refresh us and renew us and reset us. And I, uh, daily margin is huge to begin with. So a lot of times I think Christians get really caught up on the Sabbath. And while I'm actually a huge proponent of the Sabbath and my Sabbath looks very different than my six days of the week, I need it. Otherwise I don't kind of function at the capacity that I do the other days, but I can't function like that unless I have margin built into my daily life um, multiple times in the day, right? Like just yeah, but today so, you so, said, why are you walking? 
uh, in the cold, I just took a 10 minute walk. That's a little margin to create. So yeah, but like realistically, I mean, how, like you, there's single moms who are listening to this, like, right? There's people who are working for jobs. Like how, how do you make that? I mean, even, even Sabbath, because like, I think there's two different conversations. I mean, one is like, you know, we can dig down into, yeah, you're right. Most Christians are really like, like almost sometimes over-religious about Sabbath. I, I don't mean to be like, but like, it's true. Like you can get kind of legalistic about it. In, a, in an era we're living in the in the post-Christ era where I think our Sabbath rest is in Jesus Christ, which is a continuous Sabbath rest. But still, I think most Christians appreciate that and, and wherever you are on the spectrum in that. But daily life margin, what if people just can't do it? Well, I mean, I have to not to be difficult, but you even especially when you're a single mom, you need to build in two minutes sitting in the car before you walk in the school with breathing and prayer to reset so you can receive your children in a state of mind that would realign you for that part of your day. So I, part of the biggest problem is we never have time for these margins. And I'm not talking, we have to define what is margin. What is margin? That's a good question. Yeah, it's not like hours. It can be like a five minute, just sitting in a silent moment in a chair talking to the Lord. It can be, you know, having an app that you like, the whatever, you can define it. Can it, it can, be not doing anything? Yes, it can be. Because sometimes I'm so like, like it becomes almost obsessive I'm for the person who's wired like I am. I don't know if you guys are into Enneagrams, I'm three. If you're into a different personality, like I'm very orderly, almost OCD. Like I'd be like, oh my gosh, Margin, I gotta pray, I gotta read my Bible. And like, it becomes work. And I need to sometimes just breathing time. Absolutely. And that's, I think, the point is everybody's margin is going to be slightly different. For somebody, it might be, you know, baking, maybe. It, it could right. be. You could argue that. That's not for me. I, you know, therefore, I can't even relate to that. But it's, it, it's something that refreshes you. It's a space, you know, that allows you to, I mean, I like to think of margin as time to connect with God, become more aware of God's presence. Right. Our days go by. He doesn't leave us, but we forget he's with us. And margin is a reset. It's like a, a little downtime, rest and margin and reset to clear our minds and help us keep going through the day. Well, and so a lot of the, a lot of like, I'd read a lot of Pete's, or I've listened to a lot of Pete Scazzaro. He does the Emotionally Healthy Disciple course and I follow him on Instagram. And I think he is, he is like, he's reinstated. He talks a lot about Sabbath and rest and margin and I love his stuff. But a lot of the evangelical world has leaned more on the old Catholic pattern of examines, which I like. It's a lot of spiritual direction. We'll talk about that. I don't think it's voodoo. Like sometimes, I mean, if you come from my side of the, grew, growing up on the hyper evangelical, you know, side, like we looked up, down on these things, but I actually think it's very healthy. But basically the day in the Catholic calendar and the, like when you talk to monks and people who spend a lot of time with God, whether, again, whether you are, whatever you think of these church traditions, but they established in their day certain times, they called the examines, where they would just reflect mm -hmm. on the Lord. And they were not long. It takes a couple of minutes, in, but they would do it multiple times, like morning, midday, mm -hmm. afternoon, evening, nights, right? And so, and, and it was just a point to stop and say, how's the day going? Mm -hmm. What are my highs? What are my lows? That sort of thing. Am I doing okay? How are my reactions? We talked about rage age recently. Am I, what am I angry about? Because your anger directs you. Your emotions direct you. Where, where is a problem? What's happening here? And so I think that doesn't like, that's intentionality. That doesn't take long to build in mm -hmm. five minutes, four mm -hmm. times a day. Mm -hmm. That's 20 minutes in a day. Exactly. That's when you were saying about the single mom or the mom who works and has to run the home and you know, a million things on her plate. Um, that margin of two to five minutes X amount of times a day is gonna make you so much more effective. That's 
helpful to me. I do a lot of breathing exercises to relax because I can get so wound up and intense is the word, not stressed, but I'm intense about what I do and I need to calm down. So that those moments I devote are critical. And again, you sometimes we think we're so busy because we take on so much. Well, I think that's, you're hitting something here because I think part of the problem with people in general, Christians also, but people in general not having margin is we have bitten more than we can chew. Mm -hmm. we well, what's no behind idea. that? Why do we do that? Well, I think a lot of it is because we don't stop to, you know, that's a deeper question, you know, of we feel the more busy, the more we're doing, it's feel it's the right thing to do. Where We, we end feel up, we're going to accomplish more. Yes, but often we haven't really, we've lost what is our calling, what are, we're not as yeah. focused. Right. And so that part, and that is because we don't have margin to think. You said, you know, uh, I don't remember the words you said a second ago, but it's time to reflect. How am I doing? How am I acting? How am I yeah. reacting? So if you're just constantly spinning, I call it spinning like a tornado, you're going to just take pick up anything that comes your way and get faster and faster and faster, like, and yeah. then it's, it's like a, a treadmill, right? Yeah. And there is sort of you get positively reinforced in our culture yes. if you're like, oh, look at all that I did, you know, and and like even like silly things become like on your to do list. And God never called us to do that, like whatever, like reels. Like I'm lately, everyone's like, you need to do reels to grow the ministry, to grow the business, whatever. You know how much time they take? Who cares? Like either God's gonna open doors to you or not. Like I think I think we've made. A priority what God has not made a priority. Absolutely. And the things God has made priorities, we don't, such as yes. quiet and silence and solitude, we've put in the garbage. And, and then we wonder why we're exhausted. Exactly. <laughs> and even, you know, people brag about how little they sleep, how busy they are, how, yeah. you know, it's like this uh, martyr, you know, no time for myself. Well, make right. time because we need to be stewards of what God has given us. Now, again, I don't want to be sounding insensitive. I get it. It takes time. But you know, start small, right. you know, one five minute right. margin per day. You know, right. if you don't even have that, and we're not talking here, I mean, like your quiet time is not margin, not for whatever it's worth. This is just a time where you're resetting. You might lay down on your back and just Oh, breathe. I do that a lot, yeah. actually. Lay flat breathing. on my back. Yep, I. it's good for your body. It's good for your mind. And uh, becoming aware of God's presence. I think right. that's an... That's so important to do, especially if you're one of these people who reads your Bible regularly, but we read it and then we leave God behind all day. Yeah. These moments of margin are so important to help us abide in his presence and to be aware of his power throughout our day working, not the day becoming all about us. So, so people talk about in spiritual direction. I've done a little spiritual direction and I value it, by the way. I know that people probably have varying opinions on it, but by and large right now, there's a nice trend for people to appreciate it but breath prayers and breath prayers are just a sense of like like so the, for example you know lord have mercy on me would be one you know and you're breathing in breathing out i like the brendan manning one you know he says abba uh, i belong to you abba i belong to you and so it's just a reminder who you are i am my father's daughter i belong to god and so as you center your breathing pattern that abba i belong to you you know so you do that for five minutes and again it really, it's focusing our mind on, it's meditating on the Lord. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know why there's a debate on that. Yeah. Take a verse, like whatever. The point is, you're not just sitting there thinking about ice cream and space and whatever it is that, that you're thinking about the Lord in this margin, because that's your fuel. It's putting back perspective of why I'm doing what I'm doing, where my trust is. When I say that sentence, Abba, I belong to you. There's a reset of my perspective, of my intention, 
There's a freedom from the desire to please others. There's a freedom of the need to perform because I belong to the Lord. Abba, he's my father. I already have belonging. I already have accomplishment. You know, Christ is accomplished for me. And so it resets your, you become gospel-centered in your living. Yeah. Well, we, we, the, we have so much noise coming at us that is opposite what the word of God tells us. So we need to um, listen more to the truth of God's word versus to what the culture is saying. We need to quiet the noise and hear the truth. And that takes intention. It's well, not going to happen just And how do you, so, and so let's speak to that because the noise comes from the two by four thing in our hands, the phones, the, the, the whatever phone version you have. Can you achieve margin with the constant use of phone? No, you have to be able impossible. to create impossible. some space. Yeah. Absolutely. Impossible. So I think this is a, I, honestly, I think this is Achilles heel for people. Like you, you cannot, margin is not on the phone. You need to shut it off for a certain amount of time in the day. And it can be five minutes. Like if you're doing the five minute thing, that might be what you can integrate right now. If you're a busy person, you go, I cannot do it. I need margin desperately. You start with one five minute slot in the morning. You do another one in the evening or one before bedtime, one in the morning. And you do, you write a question like, you know, we, uh, how did t today go? You know, we can post to the podcast notes some questions uh, of the exam. And we have, a, by the way, this is why we created the, the silent retreat at the Hope Ranch, because we wanted to give people an opportunity to come. And you can check it out, by the way, at thehoperanch.org. We wanted to model. We have created resources to help people know how to create margin in their life. And, and you're right. It might mean saying no to some things. We have people who have come on their vacations to the Hope Ranch because they recognize the importance of margin to fuel their Christian life. So that if you're feeling burnt out, tired, irritable, you might just be lacking margin. Absolutely. And many women are afraid of silence and solitude and margin because what when we are in those quieter times, it's suddenly like, whoa, what am I doing? And these difficult questions come up. I've you know, I've talked to several women recently who have said about the retreat, they're afraid of a silent retreat. Yeah. How can they be silent like that? They wouldn't know what to do. And um, this is, again, an indication of a need for this. I remember growing up, my mom would lock herself in the room yeah. for 20 minutes, yeah. 15 minutes. In the afternoon, she had four kids under the age of five and whatever, she didn't care what we did for those minutes. Yeah. And she, that was her margin. And you know, we learned that from watching her, I suppose, to some degree, because it was more natural for me to see the importance of this. Uh, and, and yet it's a fight uh, to, to get it done. I think you it's a spiritual to... battle. I do. Under, I think because yes. it's like it's like we have the world, which is accomplished, sense of busyness, run ragged, sense of worth in what you do. You know, and by the way, it can be not just your stuff, it can be your kid's stuff and you can be your husband's stuff and the mm -hmm. work stuff. It's exhausting. And and I think the spiritual battle is you're fighting for quiet and time with God and for a redirection of your life that ends up being life in your home. Yeah, isn't it Isaiah that says in oh, quietness and strength. One of my favorite verses, Isaiah chapter 30. That's a great verse. In returning and rest, you shall be saved. In quietness and in trust shall be your strength. In your quietness. Strength. Yep. And, and trust and, shall but be. But you know strength. what it says right after that? But you were unwilling. Yes. But you were unwilling. And so, so these are this is in Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15. And it's it's a it's a word of it's a hard word to the people of Israel who were looking to Egypt to model what the world was doing. And so he says, Man, this is your freedom is in your rest, your trust is in quietness. And he says to them, But you're not willing. And I wonder how many of us know that deep in our souls, we know we need it, but we're not willing because we have too much at stake. We want another house, a bigger house, another car, not, whatever, like eating out, it, whatever priorities. Well, that we and I want to say, it, you got to practice it. 
It, yeah. some, it's a practice that grows. You don't yeah. start good at it. Initially, two minutes feels like an eternity. Um, and you're like, what am I doing? This is, there's right. not doing anything. And it's like, you're nervous. Yeah. And then you start to realize, like, ten, you know, again, you have to put boundaries on your margin, perhaps, but... <laughs> <laughs> Three days uh, later, I'm going to go yes, for a 30-day margin. <laughs> but the point is, it's don't be alarmed if it's so foreign to you to have this it's like feel. a language yes exactly and or like building a muscle you have to practice being still again we think of Alone. psalm 46 be still and know that i am god um lots of scriptures on this but that's what we're trying to do is take moments it's in a our spiritual day. discipline yes exactly we're calling it margin but it's this discipline sabbath of stillness. and sabbath all these are spiritual disciplines mm -hmm. of setting time aside to re Focus your eyes on to the Lord. And you'll never have it enough time for it. Just right. like, you know, maybe exercise or whatever it is. People say they want to do it but can't. You have to make the time right. and give it. You know, X amount of, do say for 30 days, I'm going to do five minutes of margin. And I assure you, you're going to be refreshed completely refreshed and i assure you you will be challenged to say no to some things that you're currently saying yes to and that is going to be a good no don't that's not a bad no i mean there's a ton of books christian written by christians lisa turk has written a lot of the best yes and there's other people who've written on this but i think it's okay for us to say no to some things and it's hard but it's it's okay and you and you alone can make that decision with the lord in your life you can't let other well, people you're going to start listening more and being more in tune to the spirit yep. you see and then you're going to start hearing from the lord sometimes like we grew in listening. that we grew in that like in our ministry as a team like we were we would say yes to everything that came our way because we were like and, and some of that is out of fear because you'd worry, what if I don't get asked mm -hmm. to something else? And then you don't have enough time to schedule. And you're so busy then you're doing, not as cool. Yeah, and then you're unhappy. Know. And so this right. is like, it's like it keeps driving itself. And so now we don't say yes to everything. We pray and we ask the Lord and we come together and we decide what's a yes or what's a no. And that's okay. And I think the other thing, um, we feel guilty and I'll wrap up with that, but we have this sense of guilt when we have fun. At least I do. I don't know. I mean, maybe well, there's two types a really of personality. Because fun can be margin. Yeah. So we focus on the discussion on quietness, but sometimes doing something fun yep. can be also margin. So I think that's an and like we point. like there's okay if you're an Enneagram seven and if you don't know what an Enneagram is, don't worry, it is not the end all be all, but it sort of helps the personality thing. But the Enneagram seven, like Tina Watchke, my friend, all she she's fun. Like she you want her to you want her to come when you're having a party. She's amazing. And but but, but for someone like me. I feel guilty when I have fun. Like, I don't know how to do it. Like, people will ask me, what do you do for fun? And I'm like, deer in the headlight look. Like, I'm like, I don't know. What does that mean? Like, what, define fun. <laughs> it's the truth. It's true. Like, I feel guilty. And so I think that God wants us to rejoice in him and to enjoy our lives. And we have ourselves under this burden of work. That is, you go back to Genesis chapter 2. God himself says, take a day off. Well, absolutely. And for some people, it's the fun. For some people, it's the rest and quiet, right? right? Like, and for some people, it might be both. both. Yep. Right. It's just a matter. And again, it goes back to identifying what is, what are you lacking, right? Do you need more quietness? Some people might have a lot of that and they just don't have fun. But what, what refreshes you and points you to God and resets you, recharges you? And, and if there's a voice in your soul right now, you're hearing us and you're welling up going, but, but how will I pay the bills and how will I get it done? Listen. In returning and rest shall you be saved. In quietness and in trust will be your strength. Because a battle, really, when it comes to margin, it's a battle of trust. Exactly. Do you trust God to do what you cannot do because you're worn out and exhausted? Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Not my words, but Jesus's. 
you, you go to him and ask him, where, do you, where can you start? And so if you're looking for revival, for refreshment, for renewal, start by creating and allowing the Spirit of God to lead you in an area where you're willing to say, God, I'm willing to let go of the control of my life and enjoy the rest that you have ordained for me. So that's your challenge today, to, to, to ask to create five-minute margins. If you're already a five-minuter, do another five minutes. Just build it into your days, build in your Sabbath, and um, we'll be praying for you. Yeah. Any last words as we wrap up this podcast? Even when you're writing on a paper, you can't keep going past the margins. Yeah. So we can reduce them, right? From an inch to half yeah. to a quarter, but at some point, you're out. It's really good visual. And so think about it that way. You gotta keep something Your in life there. is on the paper, and then give yourself a little breathing space. They even make those wide margins now. Yeah. I love because it gives you space to create into them. Correct, yeah. the Bible. The and then if you have margin, if you have an invitation you wanna go to, you actually have the space to do it, and you don't feel bad. And so anyway, we can go on about this, but we're not. We're gonna end this podcast. Listen, if you want us to talk about something in particular, send us an email at dearlina at livingwithpower.org. Thursday night is Bible study night. Come join us in our Facebook Live community page. But listen, uh, we love you. We're glad you're here. We're going to end this podcast wishing you a great day, and I'll see you again next Thursday. See you guys.